Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network. Welcome back to another edition of the Alter Tapes. I am Joe, and I am joined by Jamie of Bloody Broads. Hi. How you doing? Good. I am so excited to finally record together, and especially about a short that has to do with mental health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before we get into Smile, which folks were not talking about the feature-length film, we're talking about <laughs> a short of a different name bit of a fortuitous or maybe not fortuitous timing but uh jamie tell everybody how can they get a hold of you yeah so as far as the podcast we are at bloody broads pod on all of our social media we are uh, on anchor and patreon as well we have some bonus episodes up new things coming out soon uh, we have a newsletter all that good stuff and then you can find me on twitter is at glitter burrito and i love meeting new people so say hi <laughs> yes you're very responsive too so <laughs> and if folks want to get a hold of me i can be reached at b still my remote and that's the letter b and then of course i've got horror queers and white ladies in crisis and that ya pod that sometimes touches on horror so i'm i'm kicking around doing various things but that's not what we're talking about jamie we're talking about smile which is a like six and a half minute short directed by joanna sanis i'm gonna go with i'm probably mispronouncing it but that's how i thought it was pronounced so <laughs> okay good it's it's like the the harsh tea or the quiet tea but i'm gonna just default and say it's a silent tea yes. so we'll say joanna <laughs> sanis she is the writer and director of this short and as you cued us off the top it's about mental health but the logline is when a young woman struggles to smile her depression becomes something truly monstrous so 
right off the top, what were your impressions of this one? Wow, I loved it. I think it accomplished a lot in six minutes and some spare seconds. Mm -hmm. I think this had so many flavors of other films, again, in such a small package. I was very impressed. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like one of the things that I always talk about when I record for the altar tapes is how polished some of these shorts look. So this short, it looks expensive. You know, it's it's obviously a single location. It's one actress plus another person doing a pretty darn good creature design. But... (laughs) I'm just always really impressed with what independent filmmakers are able to accomplish on probably a limited budget, limited time. And Smile looks really good to me. Yes, the special effects were truly wild. I mean, I don't know how practical versus maybe they use their entire budget on CGI they were. Mm -hmm. But the way that her face stretches open was beautifully grotesque. Very Clive barker Mm. Uh, And then, of course, the fact that her depression becomes the old hag that a lot of us see when we have uh, sleep paralysis is wild. That costume was very creepy, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, to put it very lightly. Yeah, so this is interesting, folks. If you haven't seen the short, as we said, it's very short. So you owe it to yourself to just take like five minutes and change and check it out. So it concerns this this woman who has clearly suffered some kind of loss because we see that she is not only struggling, but every time she looks at a picture, either a framed picture or the lock screen on her phone, it's very clearly a family photo. She's hearing from her mom who's very deeply concerned about her. So we can come to understand that something has likely happened to the sister and we don't exactly know what, but we can infer enough to know that this woman is distraught. But she's also experiencing weird noises in her house, and she can't lock the front door, so it's left a little bit ajar when she goes to bed, which, oh boy, activated a lot in me. (laughs) I was like, ma'am, you could at least prop open, or prop closed with like a door. Yes, get a chair under that doorknob. (laughs) Which, having just seen Barbarian, um, as we discussed right before we pressed record, I'm like, Mm. please, please, please prop open your door. (laughs) Yes. Oh, gosh. Terrifying stuff. Especially, like, if you've ever lived at home alone or if Mm -hmm. you haven't been in the kind of safest of environments. Like, the idea of people not locking doors, not closing them, not having an escape route or, like, 911 on speed dial just kind of freaks me out in horror films wild i cannot imagine doing it in real life much less like Mm -mm. you know this setup where it's she it's obvious that she's you know taking her medication for depression but i saw her other medication bottles as well and it made me wonder if maybe she had some light psychosis due to trauma Mm -hmm. of course i read a ton into the few subtle things we get sprinkled in in the first 15 seconds that phone call from her mother that voicemail broke my heart Mm -hmm. just because I think for anyone that's struggled with, you know, depression or any sort of mental illness, when you feel like it's not even worth reaching out to someone else about, that is so heavy and so dark. And I think that's why I connected with this so much. Yeah, it's interesting. I've had a lot of conversations with folks about whether they feel connected to this recent run of metaphorical mental health monsters in horror. And I feel like... Mm. At a certain point, it can become 
a little repetitive, like we've seen this a couple of different times. So I'm often on the hunt for different or nuanced depictions of it. This one is tricky for me because the short is so short that we don't really get to unpack it. And I think that's kind of why I give this a little bit of extra credit or leeway, because the short is very obviously interested in addressing that. Like, as you said, the first 15 seconds are entirely dedicated to phone calls from mom that were dodging and taking pills in, you know, like a lot of pills from the medicine cabinet. (laughs) Not judging, just, you know, we're very clearly laying out the foundation of who this character is, and she's not doing well. And I like that it's there so that we understand this woman, but we don't go into it so that I feel like, okay, well, this is a bit heavy handed. Absolutely. And I'm glad that you mentioned that about the recent run of, you know, mental health monsters, because originally that's kind of what started Bhavna and I's friendship, my co-host. And we speak often on the podcast about how mental illness is used as the boogeyman to the detriment of the people who suffer from it or who deal with it. Yes, 100%. this short, yes, this short flips that entire concept on its head. And it separates the mental illness from the person Mm -hmm. and makes us realize like, oh, it's the separate entity that we just have to deal with. Again, I I didn't mean to bring this up this early, Mm. but I think it ties into our conversation. 100%. To me, this was like a combination of Insidious, The Babadook, and Hellraiser. Like that's Uh, immediately what I thought of. Yes. I mean, The Babadook is kind of gold standard of mental health and horror, right? It's like that and Hereditary (laughs) are the two that we kind of bring up and say, this is what happens when you don't deal with your shit. And then it just gets filtered (laughs) through this horrific lens for our entertainment and enjoyment. But I really like that insidious reference. Can you unpack it a little bit more for me? Where are you seeing those connections? Yeah, so not to get too far off of the mental health theme but just visually it reminded me a lot of the first insidious film Hmm. and then in terms of the actual mental illness mental health thing anything that deals with a family and its trauma is automatically going to remind me of both hereditary and insidious right but the styling of the monster and the way that it invisibly can shape the world around it while Mm -hmm. you can still see it it itself is still visible to the people who i don't want to say suffer from it but who interact with it, just reminded me so much of how the further worked in Insidious. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it doesn't help that I love, love that series. So absolutely. (laughs) A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
there's something to be said about taking what should be an overly familiar concept like oh okay family moves into a house and experiences spooky shit and then they have to move and you're like yeah we've seen this story before so i i do love that insidious flips that script very heavily it's interesting i don't think i would have naturally gravitated to insidious but the more that you were talking about how the creature changes and alters the sort of physical environment i was like oh yeah okay i can see it i can see it it just it reminds me of the you know the scene where you can see there's an indent in the couch but you can't see what's making the indent Ooh. in the couch necessarily freaky but he patrick wilson can mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's it's always very fascinating to me to kind of discuss the divide between okay what's a psychosis and what's i guess like for lack of a better term what's a psychosis and what is psychic Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's very fascinating to me especially because you know as a lot of women who are involved in horror uh tend to gravitate towards the woo i do as well okay and i just find it very fascinating so tell me then how do you interpret this end because okay so again folks it's like six and a half minutes but basically this character dodges her mom is not having a great night, can't close this front door, ultimately ends up going to bed despite hearing freaky noises, and then sees a creature moving down the hall. And the creature design is really good. It's well shot, even though I, it, it almost feels incomplete, like they've got a person and yes. they, they kind of dress it from the shoulders up. But what we're seeing yep. in the light looks really good. It's kind of like sticks and jagged edges and like a big mouth with lots of teeth and it's very upsetting yes (laughs) it is disturbing the teeth especially i don't know what it is about teeth and eyeballs and Mm. horror that just gets to me but oof yeah so this thing advances on her and you know i i think earlier in the short the mom's message is like i just want to make you smile or i just want to see you smile again and you can see this girl's face starting to stretch into a forced smile and it is joker level large and then of course the short ends with this creature above her and her face more or less ripping into a permanent smile and then we smash cut to credit yeah But I'm curious, Jamie, how do you read this? Is this simply the manifestation of her depression or her mental illness? Or do you read this as she has mental illness and this creature is also present and preying on her? Wow. Mm -hmm. I had not considered that it was a separate creature until at this exact second. I assumed it was her depression slash whatever else she was dealing with, potential psychosis, Wow. Yeah, that is such a good perspective. I thought you were going to ask me if you thought the monster killed her in the end. (laughs) Because I wanted to know your thoughts on that. (laughs) Well, tell you what, I can I can buy you some time if you want to think about it, because I feel like I can answer your question. I don't think that it kills her. I think its intent is to maim her in this way. Although, Whether or not this creature is even predatory could be up for debate, right? Like, if the whole intention is to make her smile, as in the title of the short, then it accomplishes that goal. It just so happens to do it in that very hellraisery way, right? Mm, Where it's, oh, some people are going to say, oh my god, you mutilated this woman, you disfigured her, but 
if we look at it from this hypothetical creature's perspective, maybe it thinks it's helping her by saying, there, now you've got a permanent smile on your face. You're okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think... I think having listened to your two cents on this, it is its own separate entity that is manifested out of her depression, not Ooh. like a poltergeist, okay. mm-hmm. but maybe a... I'm, Blanking out on the word that paranormal researchers use, of course. <laughs> but if you believe enough in something, it becomes its own ghost, its own right. totem almost, almost like its own golem. Okay. And to me, it could also represent the weight of others' expectations where she's forcing herself to smile and she's forcing oh. herself to go through this process when she obviously is mentally unwell and can't otherwise i'm really interested to see this created into a feature if they were doing it as a proof of concept i i hope 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 it eventually gets made into a feature because i have a lot of thoughts about that Hmm. yeah before i read your notes where you were kind of linking this to particular films it was definitely giving me I mean, admittedly, a bit of a feature smile vibe, but even like a lights out kind of thing, right? Where it's short, it's concentrated, it's dealing with mental health, it's female focus. And then you could see, I don't know, I, I feel like there's a danger of taking such a brilliant, small concept and maybe risking turning this into a feature and stretching it out, mm. dragging it out needlessly. Because I do think that the short is very effective. For me, I... I often have these conversations when I do the altar tapes. It's like, do you want to see a feature of this? And I think for this one, I just want to see a slightly longer version. So I would love to get more insight into this character, unpack this trauma that's informing her depression or mental illness, and then getting a little bit more, maybe a smidge more about what this creature is and what it does, and then kind of leaving at the same moment. Like, I just want 10 to 15 minutes more. Yes. So I guess it could be an episode of American Horror Story then. Oh, God. (laughs) Only Ryan Murphy? No. Stay away, Ryan Murphy. (laughs) Yes. Back off, like with a stick, just back. (laughs) Um, No, I I do find it interesting that you didn't want necessarily a feature length of it because this is something Ryan and I have discussed uh, with shorts we've seen from the altar tapes where they just did it so well, Mm -hmm. like you said. Mm -hmm. We don't want them to spoil it. Uh, and I think that that happens even with features that get sequels where you're like, oh, no, mm-hmm. not another sequel. Like, we don't want to ruin the magic. <laughs> yeah, it's lightning in a bottle, right? And sometimes when you have to try to do it again or even do it for a broader audience, right? Because these are shorts that are being yeah. made, as we said, short on time, short on money. But they're also labors of love that these people are trying to get into film festivals or maybe they're trying to shoot their shot to get a feature and there's something about the concentrated dose of a short that Mm. i think is completely changed when you have to think okay i'm making this for a mass audience of people you're gonna ask them to pay for it or maybe go to the theaters so it just it changes the kind of intention whereas i think shorts in some way are truer and purer question mark absolutely no absolutely i could talk about the democratization of film forever yes just yes i this was just such a beautiful short and i'm so glad you picked it because it obviously brought up a lot of feelings Mm -hmm. (laughs) for me personally 
So there is one final component I would like to talk about just because I think it is so well done. Like narratively, this is a little bit slight. I wanted just a touch more, but I understand. I don't think that's really the intention. This is more of like a vibe or a mood piece, right? But I do want to give credit to the sound design, which was done by Matt R. Sherman, because the sounds that she is hearing to me are 100% setting that tone and that mood. Like that's what makes it creepy until we finally start to see the imagery of the creature. Yes. I think something that gets overlooked in non-horror genre films Mm -hmm. is sound. I I don't think people realize how important sound design is until you take it away. I mean, that's like the famous talking point for all Hitchcock films, right? It's not scary if you don't have the sound. And I was like, well, I disagree, but (laughs) (laughs) it is still very important. I don't know. The creature especially had really good sound design. Uh, Maybe I'm simplifying it, but that just is what stuck out to me. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I agree. I thought the sound design was really effective, which is in, which is so important considering that there were so few components in the short. It had to be done correctly, and I think they really nail it. Oh, absolutely. I think people underestimate what it takes to make a short because they see it as just a short, air mm-hmm. quotes, uh, when in reality you really have got to make every second count. So 10 out of 10 across the board. <laughs> there we go. All right, folks. Well, that is Smile by Joanna Sanis. And uh, we would love to hear your thoughts about this. So if you watch the short, if you have feelings, thoughts, even if you have general thoughts about the overall depiction of mental health in horror and how it's been done recently, we want to hear it all. So uh, Jamie, if folks want to reach out and talk with you, how would they get a hold of you again? Yeah, so you can find us as at Bloody Broads Pod, or you can talk to me specifically at Glitter Burrito. Amazing. And if you want to reach me, you can contact me at Be Stole My Remote. Well, that will do it for another episode of the Alter Tapes, and we hope you enjoyed the short. And if not, hang on tight. In six days, you'll get a whole nother one and a whole different conversation with different folks. So that's the (laughs) beauty, right? We'll close it up by saying thank you to the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network for hosting the show. But uh, yeah, until the next short, I guess that's it for the Alter Tapes. Bye. Bye. Scream Pod Squad. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.